sustainable productivity. Now, if you've been following productivity advice for any length of time, you've probably experienced the following cycle. First, you find a new tool, system, or slogan. Second, you get excited, work hard, and get far more done than usual, seemingly providing strong evidence that the new thing works. Third, a few weeks go by and the new thing becomes old and you lose your enthusiasm. And finally, you eventually revert back down to your old way of doing things. Why is productivity so difficult to sustain? Well, I suspect a major cause of the difficulty is that we readily conflate two different views of what it means to be productive. The first is a subjective feeling of productivity. So this comes when we're super busy or we're exerting extra willpower to focus on our work. The feeling is easy to tap into when you're momentarily propelled by a deadline or a new productivity device. The second is the objective output of your productivity. This is the actual amount of important work being done. Books read, code written, clients served, or products shipped. In the short term, the subjective and objective views of productivity often coincide. It's often the case that when we're subjectively productive, more work is actually getting done. However, in the big picture, subjective and objective views often have nothing to do with each other. One author might leisurely write 10 books over a decade while another fails to turn in a manuscript despite ardent effort. The top researchers, programmers, and entrepreneurs often have orders of magnitude more professional impact than their typical peers, but it's not usually because they're just trying really hard. Sustainable productivity is invisible productivity. Sustainable productivity comes from decoupling the short-term feeling of being busy or working really hard and the long-term investments that allow you to get more work done whether or not you feel particularly productive. Sustainable productivity comes from a few sources. One, low effort routines or habits. So these are the things that you do without thinking about them, not just on your best days, but on your laziest days. Second, knowledge and skills. So whether something is a vexing problem or a trivial task depends quite a bit on how much experience you've already accumulated about it. Three, eliminating work and tasks. So if tasks can be automated, delegated, deleted, or streamlined, this will make a far greater impact than simply trying to do them faster. Doing more important tasks very often means doing fewer unimportant ones. But most important is recognizing that in order to become more productive, you have to worry less about feeling productive and more on creating systems that allow you to get more work done without needing to work particularly hard at it. So soon, Cal Newport and I are going to be offering a new session of our popular program, Life of Focus. There, we'll be working with some students to start building a foundation for sustainable productivity. We hope you'll join us. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found on my website at scotthyoung.com.